Molly Fisk, Observations from a Working Poet. I'm getting a lesson this summer in how stress affects creativity. I've gotten the sister of this lesson several times and learned how grief affects creativity. Everyone is different, but in my case, grief makes me physically clumsy. Over the years, as my parents and friends and cats have died, I've dropped favorite coffee cups and flower pots, walked into furniture, fallen downstairs, gotten into two fender benders at the exact same corner one week apart, and once, very slowly, backing up in my own driveway in Stinson Beach, ripped the front door off my car. An old car, to be sure, but still. This takes some doing, or some real bone-deep distraction. I backed up while the door was open and didn't even hit anything hard, just past a row of tall blackberry bushes, which were dense enough to fold the car door too far open and bust its hinges. I was quite surprised. In grief, though, my brain turns more toward poetry writing than away. Poems help me sort out my feelings, or at least surround them with language, so they don't swamp me entirely. I can write about the loss directly, too, which helps diffuse it. The current stressor isn't anything to do with grief, though. Rather than physical, my response has been mental, forgetting to do things or doing them twice, losing names and nouns at a great rate, not recalling what day it is, and missing or being a week early for appointments. I'm older now, which may account for some of the nuttiness going on, but surely not all of it. Because of the circumstances, I have to contain my emotions, not describe them to you here, nor anywhere else publicly. And so my psyche doesn't want to describe anything. It won't let the dog out of the bag, even in a private notebook. Art is about expression, not repression. I said dog instead of cat just now, because I've been watching a TV show where a Belgian mangles English idioms in his conversation. TV is a helpful distraction when you can't be creative. Cats are so tired of not being let out of bags, it seems only fair to keep a few dogs in there instead now and then, and maybe a parrot or two. Hercule Poirot likely said, letting the dog out of the sack. Whoever is having fun making up these malapropisms usually does it to both sides of the phrase, not just one. I'd quote you some more, but my brain is a steel sieve and has forgotten them all. Hélas, mes amis, you will have to turn on your own streaming service if you like this kind of silliness. Distracting or soothing ourselves when we're stressed out is allowed. It's good to choose gentler methods like swimming in public television, but if it turns out to be a three-pack habit of camel straights and losing at high-stakes poker, so be it. Life is sometimes hard, even for first-world radio listeners, and the world is a rocky place, as you know. My only advice is try to remember to close your car door before you drive anywhere. And, of course, to help promote world peace, use your turn signal. The word in French is clignotant. Award-winning poet Molly Fisk writes, coaches, and teaches writing in California's Sierra Nevada foothills. You can reach her at mollyfisk.com.
This program is produced at the studios of KVMR-FM, Nevada City, California. Funding is provided by Harmony Books of Downtown Nevada City and KVMR with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.